Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's podcast, I want to talk about the Divine Feminine in 5D and what that means. And don't forget to stay to the end of the podcast where you'll get to hear another Twin Flame share their journey so far. These Twin Flame shares have just been so incredible and healing. And some of the feedback I've received is that these shares, along with a Facebook group, are helping make this journey not seem so lonely. So thank you all. Okay, let's dive into this topic, the Divine Feminine in 5D. So we are in 5D when we are in the present moment, at all times, with mind, body, and soul aligned. We probably have all felt this at one time or another. And the Twin Flame journey really is about getting us to 5D, which is union with the divine source of all love and consciousness. And our soul is already aligned with that divine energy. And ascension and enlightenment is getting our mind and body to that resonance of pure presence and consciousness. So, in order to get to 5D and have our mind and body able to live in the present moment at all times, there is a big invitation to let go of what is no longer serving us. Now, this encompasses a lot of things such as old beliefs or any attachments, as well as anything from the past that we may have repressed, denied, shoved down, not wanted to look at. But there's something else. There's a, also a big collective energy that is pulling the divine feminine back into the past and challenging our ability to fully let go and be present. And this energy and way of being has been with the feminine for a very long time. And this is the energy I want to talk about today. And what is this energy, you may be asking? Well, the Divine Feminine is being asked to lay down their burden. And what I'm referring to is the burden that's been held in the collective energy around the Feminine. Now, this has nothing to do with gender or how you identify, but the Feminine energy that's present in every human being, but is especially strong in the Divine Feminine on the twin flame journey. Now, as I dive deeper into this, please, as always, only take what resonates for you. This burden I'm referring to looks like taking on more than we can handle. This burden looks like taking on other people's responsibilities, heartaches, and pains, especially when someone hasn't asked us for their help. And this applies strongly to taking on and feeling responsible for our twin flames, heartaches, and pains, and also the, the feeling we may have that we're responsible for the path of this journey or for them. This burden looks like holding on to the past longer than we need to. And this energy also looks like denying our own needs and not asking for what we want for the fear of being a burden to others. Now, all of these patterns and energies have become normalized under the feminine template and they have been mislabeled as love. And the truth is we can only love others to the extent that we love ourselves, right? Otherwise the love we are giving becomes a projection of our own needs and burdens. Here's the thing. The divine feminine is a healer, a natural healer. But the misconception is that we need to heal others or we're responsible for others. 
The truth is, the real truth is, we can't heal anyone. Only the divine has that power. We heal others by healing ourselves. The divine feminine is a healer because they heal themselves. So let's circle back and look at what I mean by burden. What exactly I mean? What is a burden? Now, consciously, a burden looks like when someone wants something from us and we can't give it to them, but we somehow have to. And so it becomes a burden, right? Some definitions of burden are a heavy load, a duty, a responsibility. And the definition of being a burden is someone or something that is very difficult to accept or too much to deal with. So let me ask you this. Have you ever felt that you were too much to others? Or a burden? Or you were a burden to your parents? Or asking for what you want or need can feel like a burden. We don't want to burden other people with our own needs, right? Now let me ask you this. What would it feel like in your body to be able to show up with all of your too muchness and have that not only be accepted, but also be cherished and loved and welcomed? What would it feel like to be able to ask for what you need and want without guilt, without consequence, but also to have that be net and welcomed with love and to be given what you want without questioning? And that, when that happens, that's when you can manifest the greatest life you can imagine without in any way feeling apologetic for asking what you want. So much of this lives unconsciously in the collective, right? And somehow we, ha- we take on that responsibility, especially with Twin Flames on this journey, who are so open to the energies. We pick up on this and it's become so normalized that it feels comfortable, and yet a part of us deep down knows this isn't right. Because what would you have to let go of to live in the present moment all the time? Right? The old template of the feminine, one of the old templates of the feminine, is that they are selfless and they put themselves last, right? This behavior and energy has been confused with love. It has been a badge of honor that the feminine has worn, this feminine energy. That, that their emotions were too much. And so they bury them. And they put other people first. Right? Their innate sense of healing in the past was labeled as witchcraft. Right? The feminine emotions were labeled as hysteria. And yet, emotion is one of the things that all humans have. It's what makes us human. And it is absolutely beautiful. And it is what love is. It is how we express our love. If we couldn't be emotional, we couldn't express love. I mean, we can just think about that for a second. The way to love is through all of the other emotions. They're there so we can discern what is loving, what isn't. And what we realize, and you may have realized this, That all emotions are love. It's our labels on them that make them look bad. Or it's our actions that may hurt other people that aren't loving. But emotions at their purest form are just an expression of love or an an expression of place where we didn't get love. And let's think about this. What would happen 
If God, if divine source energy, put themselves last, who would hold space for us and for love? Who would hold the universe together? What would happen if the earth, feminine earth energy, stopped taking care of herself? Let's look at another aspect of the energy of burden and love. So we may have learned, consciously or unconsciously, that love can sometimes feel like a burden. And we may not have gotten the love we needed as a child, and so we may feel like a burden, right? We learned this as children, and we, ha we may have had to adjust our behavior to get love, to get our needs met. And so if we have felt that in any way, then we may carry that template of love and burden within us, right? That somewhere in us, one of the definitions of love is that it's a burden. And as I said earlier, this is also in the collective energy around the feminine. Now, what happens is unconsciously, we may project this energy onto our twin flame because it's in the energetic field of the feminine. The feeling that they might feel is that push energy, which to them feels like a burden. It doesn't feel like love. What comes at them from us, and I'm not saying this is for everyone or all the time, but this is common, is that the energy that comes at them, it's confusing because it doesn't feel like love and it feels like a burden. It feels like we're asking something of them that they can't give us. Because remember, our twin flame can only be pulled to us when they feel unconditional love, which is the vibration and resonance of our soul, our shared soul. Love should not be a burden. But love as a verb has become a burden. The energy of the feminine has become a burden. That balances off. If we can release our parents through whatever healing may be necessary to get there, of the burden of us, we not only free them, but we free ourselves of burden energy. And we start to free an old construct of love that's been in the collective. Now to do this, for many of us, there has to be healing that happens first, right? We have to take our power back first. But this doing so will also, taking our power back and releasing this burden energy, will also energetically release any responsibility or burden we may unconsciously be putting on our twin flame. We have been given, as you know, the biggest gift to have met our twin flame. But it's for so many twins, this isn't enough. They need or want to be with their twin flame in a committed relationship or have them in their life. But what would it look like to release the responsibility for our twin flame to show up differently than they are right now? What would it look like to free ourselves from the burden that our twin flame journey should be different than what it is right now? Because right now, in the present moment, all is perfect and divine. When we release responsibility off of them, we release the template of burden from the definition of love in the feminine. Then love is free to be what it is, which carries no expectations, conditions, need for things to be different, right? But it also knows when to say no to unloving behavior. It also has clear boundaries. And it also knows the difference between yes and no, what's okay, what isn't okay. And when we, as the feminine, can collectively stand in our power and lay down the burden we've been carrying, our ancestors have been carrying for way too long, call our power back. 
express our emotions in a healthy, loving way. We free this energy that's been in the collective and we release it to source. And when we do this, we are no longer pulled back to the past and we can live in the present moment in 5D. I hope that has been helpful and I'm so grateful that we're all on this journey together. If you're looking for more group support, we have started a Facebook group. It's called Alchemical Souls under groups in Facebook. And Molly, our beautiful admin, will let you in. And if you want and feel called to share your Twin Flame journey, I know that the Twin Flame Collective is really loving this. You can send a recording, a voice recording, about five to 10 minutes long of your journey, your journey so far. Send it to twinflametransformation11 at gmail.com. Or you can send it in text form if you want further anonymity and I will read it for you. And now please join me as we listen to this next powerful, inspiring, and magical Twin Flame Share. So my story with my Twin Flame started in 2018. We met through a friend and we had a like a shamanic psychedelic experience where we experienced together oneness. Uh, it was like a sexual intercourse in the space and we were like, I don't know, telepathically connected and having this love, unconditional love experience and we didn't know each other. So of course that created something very powerful within me and uh, I had a Kundalini awakening, um, the rising of the Kundalini and it stopped in the throat chakra where I could not say the truth to the partner I had at that time. Uh, we started the relationship trying to be in polyamorous <laughs> relationship. It of course didn't work. It was so painful on each side and everything fell apart and uh, in a very very hurtful way uh, um, I'm actually not going to give details about what happened I'm just going to talk about what happened inside what happened is that we triggered all our buttons uh, he had big abandonment button had big betrayal button um, and, you know, we kept on pressing these buttons all the time. We triggered our worst nightmares. <laughs> and we discovered, you know, we could survive. But most of the time, we were so afraid to go through the same pain that we had experienced to get dumped or to get betrayed. Uh, I was afraid to be with him and I was afraid to lose him. Uh, I was afraid of him. So I was always, you know, running away without the, the capacity of running away because I didn't want to run away. I wanted him to change. <laughs> I wanted him to, you know, be different, <laughs> to be happy, to be uh, love, to be uh, heart connected, you know, to be in love with himself so hard <laughs> so I spent most of my time <laughs> trying to figure out why 
was it so scary i tried to figure out what i could do to you know help the relationship and i was always trying to get help from the external world uh, we started um, having um, experiences with channeling at some point because we we used uh, sometimes um, uh, chemicals and, uh, and some um, psychedelics to uh, open the heart for you know um, deeper communication and it uh, triggered my antenna and I started receiving messages from my hair self, from angels, sometimes from love vibrational entities as well. I had so much love for this man that it triggered um, the channeling and it never left me so I started you know doing intuitive writing more and more because I felt so insecure with him. I felt um, not in peace and I needed to find my peace and he was not giving me the peace because he was so insecure himself so I was finding my peace with my higher self so the dark night of the soul was not triggered by the separation I would say the dark night of the soul was uh, you know happening every time that one of us lost faith uh, were was too much you know taking by the fears you know most of the relationship we were in the fears we were fearing um, the future we were hurting from the past uh, it was so hard just to be with the other for more than a couple of days we could not be together without you know starting a fight and triggering ourselves yeah, that was too much fire be in between the two of us so what happened for me is that at some point i realized that i could not run away from him that i could no not go uh to I could not go straight to him in his arms and be happy with him forever. It's not working. I could not go on the side and, and wait for someone else to save me from this mess because, you know, my heart was taken and I wanted this person. But um, so the only way I had was to go up. So I asked guidance. I ask guidance from my hair self, from my um, guides, my team of lights, from angels, and it helped me to navigate the waves. Um, so now I feel like, you know, I am, you know, after uh, like a big, um, how would you say that? You know, the boat has sunk and you are in the ocean. You, f you think you're going to die. You think you're going to drown. But oh, there is an island. And you can be... Uh, you can breathe a little bit. Oh, you have the sunlight on your face. Oh, I'm safe. Wow, what a beautiful island. Oh my God, there are fruits. I'm alive. I can this is paradise. 
So this is where I am. I'm in paradise, but still wondering if there food. Uh, am I alone? <laughs> am I alone on the island? I'm, am I gonna meet him in the island? Is he on another island? Are we gonna meet each other on this paradise or am I going to discover the paradise by myself? This is where I am right now on the journey. <laughs> and I'm fine with it because I am so happy to be alive and to be me and I'm so happy to understand everything that you know was under my nose all these programs that have been placed upon men upon women upon mankind i am so happy to free myself from all the shit that i've you know that i ha had to ingest and and the, the person i was was definitely um infected by all the programming and i'm very relieved to be out of there so now what's happening is that um, I am connecting, connecting uh, with my higher self on a daily basis. So I am not lost anymore. Sometimes I have triggers, you know, that will trigger an old wound, that will trigger a fear. But every time that I come in back to my higher self, it's always so interesting because they teach me they teach me that we create our reality so if we fear something every day this event is getting closer to us and if we start creating possibilities from our heart from the love it creates paradise on earth so this is the information that has been sent to me love of a fear and as Michelle said, it is so easy to be fearful when you have something so precious in your life. So <laughs> the lessons that my higher self is saying is just that, oh, we're so lucky to be here now in this ascension process on this particular time of earth. There is so many things that we are coming to receive and share on this ground. And we can thank all the hurtful experiences that we had because they enable us to be who we are today and to awaken, to remember who we truly are. And remembering who you truly are, a soul in a body having an experience on this earth plane remembering that the other is your teacher and that you are his teacher and that you also have many other um, soul family members close to your heart that are on their way to awakening too this is wonderful so every time that i connect with my higher self i raise my frequency to universal love and i start accepting what was what is and what will be i'm not saying i'm all the time in this state because there are still triggers but they are telling me the triggers and the emotions that have been created by the triggers this is fuel fuel to your fire of ascension you light your fire of ascension <laughs> with all the emotion that you alchemize 
fear into love, resentment into compassion. And you do this putting the story through the filter of your heart. And this is working. There are so many things that we can understand and share. This, this world is shifting. We have all of us together, everybody to, you know, take off all the seeds of fear and darkness in our garden, in our mind. We have to go out from the programs that have been, you know, displayed from our childhood, from the day we are born. We are rising above all this and this relationship helped you to find the true you.